You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. You are listening to the Brand Builders Podcast. I'm DC Lucchese in for Brian Young, and I am with Scott Dunstan, the president of the Dunstan Group, and I'm also with Brad Borders and Matt Thomas from Reboot Combat Recovery. And if you are a longtime listener of the Brand Builders Podcast, you know we have a special place in our hearts for veterans here on this program and in life. And in war or in peacetime, a common theme that they all share is that many of the wounds from service cannot be seen. Post-traumatic stress disorder affects veterans' ability to get and retain work, have stable relationships, control their use of drugs and alcohol, alcohol, or even their will to stay alive. Now, Reboot Combat Recovery is one group that is trying to change all that through a 12-week course for veterans and their families. Brad, Matt, welcome to the Brand Builders Podcast. Glad to be here. Thanks for having yeah, us. Thank you so much. Thank you for your introduction, DC and Michael, Brad. Thank you all for being here again. And before we learn more about the program, tell us a little bit about how you got involved in the Reboot Combat Recovery. Yeah, so um, this is this is Matt. Um, so I was uh, in a prior life, a uh, U.S. Marine. Got Went in 2005, got out in 2009. And... Um, you know, t- to be honest, my wife and I were, were seeking something um, that would start to tie together our faith and, um, you know, to kind of get down to it, we were struggling, um, you know, with the after effects of, of combat, and I didn't really understand what it was, um, but as we started to press into it, you know, we realized that um, there was it wasn't just physical, it wasn't just mental, that there was some spiritual and moral wounds that I experienced from things that uh, we experienced in combat. So uh, fast forward to 2015, 2016 timeframe, I started to poke around and see, you know, what, what else could be out there as we had been down the track of, you know, the VA and, and felt like we had kind of hit a few dead ends there. Um, I had been through counseling, was, you know, on medication and doing some things that just didn't seem to work. So um, started poking around, looking for a program and ran across Reboot Combat Recovery. Called the folks and uh, our friends um, up in, in Tennessee and we're like, hey, we're, we're ready to join the Charlotte chapter. And they're like, well, we don't, we don't have that. <laughs> it doesn't exist right now. Really? So... I said, what, what is it going to take? And, and they basically said it's going to take some knucklehead Marine uh, to raise his hand and get it started. So um, <laughs> well, here you are. Exactly. <laughs> Enter Matt. So there we go. Just like everything in the, in, in, as Marines, we don't necessarily always know what we're getting ourselves into ahead of time. But, um, you know, Kelly and I raised our hand to lead the course here in Charlotte um, a year ago this past January. And uh, along with leading it, we, we went through the experience of, you know, going through the course as well. So. How about you, Brad? Um, well, I've been a, a chaplain. Um, I joined uh, joined the Army after after 9-11 and, and um, had, went through basic training as a 38-year-old, and that felt good. And, I bet uh, it did. Holy. Um, and so, um, but um, uh, after uh, serving most of my career in, in special operations, I, uh, no, I noticed just all of my guys that were going to war and coming home, um, there was, you know, just across the board, issues and problems and these guys are high functioning dudes but um man there were there were some things that were getting broken in them and, and as a chaplain you know everything is coming from a from a faith perspective and and you know i knew that there was a 
I knew there was an answer. I know that I know the answer, right? Because I know the answer. Because the answer saved me, you know. And you know, from from my experience, his name is Jesus, and you know, uh, came in and, and changed my life. And I, but I just didn't know how to how to interpret that to these guys. And and so uh, a friend of mine reached out to me, a guy I, I deployed to Iraq with. He said uh, it was just a real quick internet message. Check out this reboot thing, and that was four years ago. I ended up calling uh, Jenny and Evan Owens, um, got them on the phone, uh, talked to a guy named John Dale, who's a reboot operations uh, director nationwide, and and found out a little more about the program, and um, had every intention of starting it at my unit at Fort Bragg, and then uh, man, it just it just didn't work out, and came off active duty last year. Um, I had never been through the course. Uh, I had some combat experience myself, even as a chaplain. You know, you get to see things and you get to, uh, you know, you get to take the ride just like everybody else. And uh, uh, so uh, I did like Matt. Um, uh, I led the course and and uh, and took it at the same time. And uh, we, we saw nothing nothing short of miracles uh, happen in people's lives. And um, a- after uh, hearing, uh, if you ever get a chance to talk to Jenny and Evan and hear their story and how the program got started, it's very organic. It, it wasn't a it wasn't a contrived thing. It kind of happened out of them having people over for dinner and sharing life together, and and then realizing that they were on to something by by bringing God into the mix, uh, into into the wounds of war, and seeing what the answers uh, were from from God's perspective, and trying to address not just not just uh, you know uh, post traumatic stress disorder, but just like whole life issues. And and we find out sometimes too that that people. People, uh, they come to the course and they, they find out that it wasn't just combat. The combat just brought out what was already going on. Um, and, uh, and Reboot helps them, helps them get, it's not, a, it's not an easy button, right? You don't press it and things get better automatically. But what it does is it gives perspective. Uh, it provides them tools uh, uh, to, to live a life that, man, we w- everybody wants to have a life of hope. Everybody wants to have a life of joy. And um, Reboot does that. Helps them, helps them do that, helps them get through that. So uh, we're into our uh, second course up in Statesville, North Carolina, um, up in Iredale County. And uh, uh, we started, we had three graduates in our course uh, last fall. And, um, and now we've got, uh, I've got 20 people coming to mm-hmm. the class now. Um, and people are starting to talk and, uh, and people are starting to have more interest mm-hmm. in it. So, Brad, you may not know this, but I was doing the, the math on just our courses in the Charlotte area. Yeah. Um, I believe we are upwards of 120 graduates. That's fantastic. Wow. That's That's great. In just barely over a year. Between the course in Huntersville and your course and then Denver, North Carolina, we had Fort Mill. Mill, That's right. Fort Mill's going on. And so what what it's amazing kind of it it is and and it's an organic growth mechanism. So what happens 50% of people who graduate from a reboot course will raise their hand. This is statistically proven across the last five years. They will raise their hand and say, I'd like to lead or be involved in the leadership of the next course. So that so it's got an automatic built-in growth mechanism because the methodology of reboot gets people reconnected to their faith, reconnected to their community, and then reconnected into some type of service to get outside of themselves and start looking beyond who they are and just their little room with their Xbox. gives them purpose again, right? Absolutely, like, it gives them a mission, a team room and a mission, hmm. right? Well, absolutely, and that sort of drives the next question: How big of an issue is this not only for veterans but their family as well and also how great is the need for the services you guys are providing wow, wow. how much time we got go ahead man no tell me man. well yeah because we know 100 and like you said 112 that doesn't yeah. i know that doesn't scratch the surface no no, uh, no. I'll t- let me give you this statistic yep. uh, 
17,000 veterans in Iredale County alone. Wow. Good grief. That's just Iredale County. And when you say veterans, you're talking World War I'm One talking World War II all the way, all way to OEF, OIF. Good uh, projected, That's I think, 250,000 that are going to be getting out of the military in the Carolinas alone uh, over the next uh, two years. Good. And that, that's, no that, doesn't even touch the, that doesn't even touch the already the generation of Vietnam veterans that served this country, uh, that came home uh, mm. to be spit on and to be called baby killer. Um, not only do they have the wounds of war, but then they have the wounds of a society that didn't appreciate what they did, and they suffered in silence. They've suffered in silence for sometimes 40, 45, 50 years. And, man, you know, praise God, I, I've, got, I've got two Viet- Vietnam veterans in, in my class right now, man. Mm-hmm. It is just amazing. Their experience for the younger guys. This is, they made it, right? They made it. They're 70 years old now, right? Mm. They figured yeah. out how to Physically, do it. Physically. Yeah. I mean, yeah, mentally. Fi- they made it this long, yeah. though, right? They right. didn't off themselves. They didn't, they didn't take the path of least mm-hmm. resistance. They, they survived, and, and they're very successful. What did they do? What did they do? How did you do that alone, mm. right? How did you do that? What did you do to get there? And, and, uh, and how are there no programs of this sort that were established earlier for these veterans like I got yeah and I, I do want to get the answer to the yeah, other question the but yeah. man I, I mean I'm just well, blown away but. well I'll start with that I and mean, one of the things that our friend Dale Be- Beatty mentioned um and in, in the podcast a few few weeks ago um was he talked a little bit about this right the Vietnam era and how for so long they were oppressed and now they see this new generation of warriors and it's actually given them a sense of hope right because they see a lot of us in them Mm-hmm. Um, and they do not want us to have to experience the same things that they have done. So in a way, that kind of made them a trailblazer, if that makes mm-hmm. any kind of sense yeah. for, for generations. Yeah. So back to the question about the need, right? It's, um, it's real. It is, um, it is, it's desperate. It is urgent, right? It is mm-hmm. immediate. And, and I say that because the statistics, right, going back to the data and the numbers, I think they're telling us it's 22 veterans a day. But, Brad, I, forgive me if I'm wrong. I think it's probably closer to 30. Um, yeah, it, it, those are the ones that are documented that they know. Maybe, you know, 22 take their own lives. But that doesn't factor in. Um, a day. A day. A day, yeah. That, that doesn't factor in, um, you know, um, destructive lifestyles, um, mm-hmm. you know, getting a motorcycle that goes too fast. You know, self-medicating with whatever that you know, whether it was an intentional act or they just slowly kill themselves over a period of time, um, and 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 many of those twenty-two a day are, are not just OEF OIF. I mean, mm-hmm. we're talking about you know, not, some of those are you know, a lot of those are, are Vietnam era, um, you know, but that but that number is staggering, right? Mm-hmm. The one thing about reboot, if you look at the statistics that that, in, that Jenny and Evan have collected over the last five years, three thousand graduates now total in the course i think it's it, it'll, it'll exceed that after may because yeah. it's exponentially growing currently sitting at zero suicides in the graduation in the graduates that's fantastic zero. right that that's the really the number we're looking for right because every suicide is preventable so you every have to figure out how to scale mm-hmm. this program to get in front of more right. veterans that are suffering mm-hmm. uh, i mean yeah i, ha- think, I ha- think that too and sometimes you know it's it it what I found, and Matt will probably echo this as well, mm-hmm. um, it, it's it's uh, you can promote the you can you can do all the Facebook yeah. promotion and mm-hmm. put the ad out there and hey this is going on and uh, but you know what gets people there is a relationship. It's sure. about being integrated into your community. It's about 
It's about, there's a difference between, uh, we, we have this in our training that we do, there's a difference between awareness and outreach. Yeah. Awareness is a Facebook post with a poster, and the, hey, this is what we're doing this class then, this is what Reboot is. Uh, outreach is when you go, hey, Brian, hey, yep. John, hey, Bill, uh, I've got this class going. I know you experienced some stuff, and, you know, we're both veterans, and, man, it really helped me. Mm-hmm. Man, t- give it a shot. Come to one class. Sure. We'll, you know, we'll give you a free meal. You get, you get a meal. If you hate it, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know. two, two words that'll bring any veteran yeah. free food. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so tell us a little bit more about the 12 week program. How does it work? And, you know, how, what tools are you using to make it successful, as you just mentioned? Yeah, so it's, uh, as Brad mentioned, I think the key, one of the keys to it is that it is majority veteran led. Um, so there's, um, it's, it's not put on, something that is put out there, put on through the VA or, or any related to mm-hmm. um, other programs that folks may have a jaded mind about. Um, and, and so it, it's just that it is not, what it isn't is a support group, right? This is not, as he said, it's not an easy button where we show up and we sing Kumbaya and, you know, we make up these dramatic war stories about whose deployments was worse and, and that sort of thing, um, which is, is kind of the stigma to a lot of groups. It is a 12-week, well, 11-week course plus the 12th week, which is a graduation. So each week, we kind of peel back the onion, if I can use that analogy, to, to, to dive into certain specific issues that seem to be collective in the veteran community as it pertains to post-traumatic stress and combat trauma. For example, um, we dive into guilt, right? Guilt of what did we see and experience over there? Um, the moral issues with, with those kind of things, right? In combat or survivor's guilt is a huge one. Mm-hmm. You know, it, that, that's one that I struggled with personally is, is why do I get to come home and live this life? And why should I have the right to walk around with a smile on my face when my buddies didn't make it home or some of them that did make it home aren't either... Um, aren't healthy physically or mentally. Um, another huge one we deal with is identity. You know, a lot of these folks go into the military. Um, that's their dream is to be a warrior, right? Mm-hmm. And they get to go and experience and do things in combat that, um, you know, unfortunately can be glorified. But um, anyway, they come back and then post-traumatic stress or some kind of physical trauma is actually going to be the reason why they're, they're asked to not come back to continue being that warrior and man that kind of that rips the soul out of a lot of these folks um and so that's it we work through it. it's not it's not easy right no as, it's as, definitely as not easy necessary. yeah i think i think the you know it starts out we kind of look at the roots of trauma um what happened to you right what what and it doesn't matter what right and then but then we, and we examine the fruits of it what what's the so there was this thing that happened if you look at a tree, right, everything that, that's being brought forth on the tree, mm-hmm. the, the apple is a result of the root. Without the mm-hmm. root, you don't get the apple, right? Whether it's good or bad apple, right? Because roots can be a good thing. There can be roots of, of joy, roots of hope, of hope and happiness, but roots of trauma. And so what has that produced in your life? Tell me what's going on. Well, I, I sit at home and I play video games and I don't leave my house because it's not safe out there. And I've broken off all the relationships with my friends and I isolate myself. That's what I do. And I go, well, is that a good fruit? No, it's not a good fruit. We examine that. 
we, get, we walk them through, you know, we get them a place where they stop the bleeding, right? Just like mm -hmm. any mm -hmm. trauma, right? If I got a cut on my leg, I'm going to put a, I'm going to put a, a, you know, some blood clot on it and yeah. I'm going to mm -hmm. put a tourniquet on it. I'm going to stop the bleeding. And then I'm going to, then I'm going to go to a place where I can get actual, where actual healing can take place. We take them into a place where they learn about forgiveness. Mm -hmm. They learn about how to find forgiveness with their God. They find, learn about how to find forgiveness with each other. They learn about how to find, even, in, even with self. Right. What, where do I how do I learn to let go of the stuff that I've been blaming myself for? Mm. And then we and then we when we march them out and we man, we end the course and we go, hey, it's now it's time for you to now it's yeah. time for you to roll on out. And it's and that, that all of that happens in that 12 weeks. It's not just the course. It's the connectivity that they get um, in week four. Um, everybody exchanges phone numbers. Everybody in the group. You get everybody's phone number, right? And they connect. We start mm -hmm. encouraging them, then, connect right? with yeah. each other, connect with your leaders, connect with the, there's, it's not just a couple guys leading the group. There's mentors. There's people that are on the outside. I list a couple of, of, of uh, older ladies who, yeah, I don't really know about that, but, but I'll pray for you, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, so they're praying for us, right? Uh, we have people, my wife, um, and, and they come and bring the food. They, they, we have a family meal together. It's all built around community, and it's what they've been missing in that isolation. Is there another yeah. follow-up course to the program, or can they come back through it? They can come back through as many times as they want. It's an gotcha. interesting story that came out of, out of uh, Jenny and Evans, one of their first groups that they did. A guy showed up. He said, I don't believe in anything that you're doing. I just came for the free meal. <laughs> right? And every week he would come. Just, check this out. Every week this dude would come and he would eat and leave. They ran another course. He signed up for it again. He came every week and ate and left. For two courses, 24 weeks, he would not say a word. He would just come eat the meal and leave. He signed up again third week. About the third week into that third course, he stuck around. Mm -hmm. uh, now, you know what that guy's doing? Teaching. Yeah. It was yeah. a long con, but it yeah, worked. It, was. it like, worked. Sometimes you know, that's so, what it uh, takes. Yeah, they can, yeah. they can come back as yeah. many times as they want. Um, we, we, would, we would not ever tell anyone they couldn't come back. Uh, but what we're really trying to do is help them by the end of the course figure out, hey, where am I going to be serving after this? Mm -hmm. right. What yeah. can I do? Yeah. One of the things that we've noticed now, my wife and I are into our second year and a couple of courses of leading it, and we have some individuals that have gone through our first um, that are now, is they provide a sense of hope, right? And, and you can point to throughout the course weeks and, and they can say, hey, this is where I was last year. And, and fast forward 365 days later, here's where I am. And that in and of itself, the, the testimony in that is enough to get people to continue to buy into this thing so we i mean it this thing man it just kind of evolves and takes a life of itself and, yeah. and allows the, us to and step the graduation yeah. uh event oh, yeah. is it's an amazing. amazing thing we in our course we just three three guys graduate um two national guardsmen that have been in combat actually uh, uh both of them were involved in the event with dale Beatty and john galena okay uh, my mm -hmm. you know my friends at, at purple heart homes and um they came uh, to the course, and then we had another gentleman who was a contractor and spent the equivalent of eight Marine Corps tours in I Iraq and Afghanistan as a 47, 48-year-old guy and fought alongside 19-year-old Marines. Wow. Yeah, and three guys graduated. We had 60 people come to the graduation to, to hear their stories. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. Government it was officials. absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We had, 
yeah, judges and <laughs> politicians were coming. And, yeah. But it, but it's incredible to hear the, the story of a veteran who's overcome something. And uh, it, it, it's a great, it, it's an incredible program. Right you know, I think you guys have touched around a little bit on it, but I want a little bit more clarity on it. Because one of the things as I was doing my homework, getting ready for this, was it said that the Reboot program upholds the Teach Amanda Fish ideal. Mm-hmm. Bring that home a little bit for me. Like I, said, I know we touched around it globally sure. or, or largely, but bring that closer to home. Yeah, so you know, obviously the Teach Amanda Fish versus, versus giving him a fish. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in equipping our veterans that come to these courses, equipping soldiers, and it, it could be soldiers, it could be someone who's still actively serving, right? Mm-hmm. Equipping soldiers, Marines, Airmen, Navy foes, Coast Guard, e- equipping them once they leave the course to, with a toolbox, uh, with a toolbox of, 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 of community that they know, because once the course is over, it's over, right? They're, they're, they're moving on out into the, back into the community. All right, so when I, I know another bad day is gonna come, Mm-hmm. I can't undo. Mm-hmm. I can't undo what happened to me in in Tikrit, Iraq, in two thousand nine. I can't undo it. I can't mm-hmm. undo that day. So what do I do when the when the anniversaries come up of my friend's death? What do I do when the anniversary of that particular thing happens? Right. Whereas before, if my if my if my mode of dealing with that was uh, going and hiding in my living room and playing video games or whatever I did, crawl into the bottom of a Jack Daniels bottle by mm-hmm. myself. If I switch that mode of operation because of reboot to reconnect with someone I made friends with and remember the course, what it taught me to do mm-hmm. uh, on those anniversaries, on those times where, where life gets tough, if I can reconnect or if even better, I've now found because of the course, I found my own place, my own mission to serve my own, my, whatever that may be, right? It could be, it could be at the homeless shelter. It could be something they're doing in their church. It could be some community involvement. It could be their neighborhood. It doesn't matter to me as long as they're moving outside of themselves and looking, looking outward. And if we've done that, then we've given them a fishing pole. Roger that. There you go. That's good. Makes good sense. Just curious, and you may have already answered this, so I apologize if you have, but soldiers that come home, what's the percentage that suffer uh, from post-traumatic stress? Uh, I, I mean, is it one out, I mean, I mean, is it nine out of 10? Yeah. Is it 10 out of 10? I mean, you know, yeah, truthfully, can you it, even escape that? And do you even unscathed? know that you're actually suffering from that? It's such a psychological I think, thing. I think that's a, a part of it, Scott. I, my, well, my, in my house, it was 100%. 100%. Yeah, and I, I think, I <laughs> well, think you I don't see. go over, you don't experience things like and come back unchanged. Sure, yeah. So I think mm-hmm. it's all in how you address and approach it. So, so they answer your question. I think I don't know if there's any statistics on it, but I don't know anybody that I've come back with that hasn't run into something sure. that has come up in their life as a result of combat trauma or, or what they experienced mm-hmm. over there. And so now, does that mean that we put a label on it, diagnose it every time? No. But that does mean right. that you need to come home and figure out a way to start addressing these certain things. Well, and, and everybody goes like if you were if you're in a if you see a bad car wreck. Oh yeah, right. Man, you're, I'm a you're, changed you're, man just through gonna, the things right, I've been through. Right, and, and yeah, so everybody I, has post traumatic stress. Everyone, right? Sure. Like, you can't get away from that. That that that's a that's a natural part of being a human. It's a question of is when does it become debilitating? Mm-hmm. You know, and so mm-hmm. since everybody goes, not everybody. It becomes debilitating, and 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 again, we're not the uh, reboot's not a triage course. It's right. not an emergency room. We're not looking for people that are non-functioning. I, I want people who are coming in 
we've got a couple that, uh, by the way, it's for, it's for couples. Mm-hmm. It's for husbands and wives, wives and husbands. It's for the veteran awesome. and their spouse. Yeah. So because uh, you can ask my wife, um, did you go through a deployment? And she says, yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. I went through a deployment, you know, because he was gone from right. me. And, yeah. uh, you know, so the family, the family experiences the effects of combat, just like the, just like the, the soldier, the Marine or the, or the, or the Navy guy. And so, um, as, as we, as we, as we do the deep dive in, into, into all of that, um, uh, we want to, we want to make it a, a, a holistic approach, you know, a holistic approach to all of that and, and, uh, um, and move forward from there, you know, and, uh, is, is the program free to veterans? Yes. Absolutely free. There's no, no cost associated yeah. with it. Yeah, um, so there's there's food offered uh, every week. There's always a mm-hmm. meal provided. And there's always childcare. Mm-hmm. So make it and absolutely you, you free. You just complete volunteer network. Yep, complete like yourselves. Yep. yep. How do we find out about it? How do we? I know the answers, but yep. I'm going to let you say it. Mm-hmm. How how do how do we find out about it? How do we communicate that? And how does someone find you guys get involved so i mean the quick easy way is jump on you know the world wide web and check out <laughs> rebootrecovery.com it's www.rebootrecovery.com all one word um and then i you know throughout local churches a lot of the programs are um, supported and put on by you know local churches um what am I missing, Brad? I know there's no. Well, on, on the website, you, yeah. you, that that is really the that's the portal. That's where you go. Uh, it has a place where it goes. Uh, you can support what Reboot does. Reboot's a five hundred one c three nonprofit. People can support. We're we're uh, Re- Reboot is supported by uh, a lot of uh, grants, and the Bob Woodruff Foundation has been very generous uh, to Reboot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob Woodruff is an NBC reporter that actually was blown up by an IED in Iraq and mm-hmm. suffered some severe traumatic brain injury from that, and uh, so he he kind of jumped on board. But uh, in that, you can you can find out how to give, you can find out how to volunteer, and you can find a class. You can mm-hmm. figure, there's a very easy way of says find a group, and you click on that. It'll it, pull down menu. It'll show you. A, they're, they're all over the country. They're all over the country, uh, from, from the West Coast to the East Coast, and, and growing every, every, uh, every few months there's new courses being added. So. Guys, we really appreciate your time, and thank you for sharing your story, and more importantly, thank you for your service. Um, yeah, uh, I'm not sure if you hear that enough, but we appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you all. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having us, really guys. Appreciate we appreciate it. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Have a good one. All right. All right. Thank you. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.